All right, all right, all right. Who's ready to get naked? Welcome to the Let's Get Naked podcast, where we strip down all the layers of insecurity in order to have open and honest conversations about all things surrounding love and money. We're your hosts, Ama and Saeed Shabazz. What's hey guys. up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Naked. Naked. Today's topic is... Living with guilt and shame. Mm. Now, mm-hmm. they seem very similar, but they're actually different. Before we get into that, if you haven't already, guys, please check out our website and also <laughs> uh, check out our Patreon, man. We got a lot of interesting and fun... Um, Insightful things on there. You want to do that at the end? I mean, well, let's just get out. Let's let them know now. Maybe uh, they don't know. So you want to completely interrupt me? Absolutely, because maybe people will log <laughs> off before you know they get to that part. So now you got mm. it. Now, babe, please. All right, then, Shadi. <laughs> okay, so where was I? I can't even remember. Guilt and shame. They're closely related. We're gonna define the two because they are. They are closely related, but they are not the same. I'm ashamed of you for cutting me off. I'm. Like you should feel guilty for cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay, so when you feel guilty, you're making the judgment that something you've done is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've committed an offense. <laughs> you did something. Like I cut you off. I did that. You did something bad. I'm, I'm guilty for cutting you off. Yes. And you should feel ashamed. Mm. <laughs> That's when you feel ashamed. You feel like your whole self is wrong. Your whole self is wrong for cutting me off. <laughs> so I should be shamed for cutting you, you off. You should be shamed. I'm guilty, therefore I should be shamed for That's it. exactly right. Mm. Hopefully that made sense to y'all. <laughs> I hope y'all got that. Um, All right, cool. Well, let's so, get into the rapid fire. Well, yeah, we'll get into the rapid fire. You want me to start? or? I mean... Ladies first. I mean, shoot. La- I did the last time. Go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. First one. Have you ever felt extreme amount of guilt or shame? Is that the end of the question? Oh, yeah, okay. Question mark. The way you ask it is just... Well, I told you that first. <laughs> have you ever felt extreme amounts of guilt or shame? Yes, I have. I totally have a few times in my life. But two really stick out, and, and we'll get into that later. Oh, snap. All right. How do you get over it? Oh, God, honey. Like, I torture myself when I feel guilt and, and shame. Mm-hmm. I do. I torture myself. Um, and, and sincerely, I don't think I ever really get over it completely. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I learn from it first of all, uh-huh. and then in in the process of learning from it, I pray about it a lot. So, yeah. Okay. What caused the feeling of guilt and shame? Honey, child, them long stories. We're gonna get, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into if you, that. If, if you could describe it in or define oh, no. it in two words, one or two words. One or two words. Yes. Um, cheating. Mm. Both of them? 
No, cheating and being broke. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, last one. I do. Do you think it affected any of your relationships? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and really, honestly, the only one that it could possibly have affected either one of them was, was me and you. What? And I think, I think, I honestly think that both situations affected us in a way. Maybe not like in a really, really big way, but okay, I see what in you're a saying. way. Yeah. Okay. Word. So you shot out. Okay. So. Have you ever felt extreme amounts of guilt or shame? Yes. Okay. How did you get over it? Um, forgave myself uh, and asked for forgiveness from the, the person that I... You offended? Yeah. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What caused these feelings of guilt or shame? And or shame? Um, what caused my actions? What Desperation. Desperation. Okay. All right. And do you think that it affected any of your relationships? Yes. Negatively? Um, I would say more so positively, but it did have some negative effect. All right, well, I'm just dying to know some more. So let's <laughs> go ahead and get into these questions right. even so deeper. You, you want me to go first? You want to go first? I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, have you ever felt extreme amount of guilt or shame? Absolutely. Okay. Several times in my life. Like I said, two stick out. Um, One of those two. God. All right, y'all. It's time to get naked. Here time to get naked. All right. We've been right. waiting on this one. She's been holding this I've, for a minute. Listen, you guys. I swore I would take this one to my grave. I said I was never going to tell anybody else about this. Like... I think my sister is the only one who knows. Well, besides Saeed. Because I did tell Saeed early on in our relationship. And, um... Because we were, you know, we were telling secrets and and talking about... Like, he wanted... He really wanted me to be vulnerable about something. Mm -hmm. And so, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you... She kept hitting me with all this surface stuff. I'm like, ugh. Alright, you shoplifted. I was like, alright, I'm going to tell you the worst thing I've ever done. The worst thing I felt like I have ever done and honestly when I told him he was like oh okay <laughs> I was yeah. terrified to tell him <laughs> but he was just like oh okay alright stop stalling tell the people alright alright so I'm gonna tell y'all big ass setup so it's two of them two, two things that made me feel um, a lot of shame I'll say shame um, because only one of them made me feel really guilty so this was um, a situation that happened like 11 12 years ago where I had um uh what is it called what did Jada call it entanglement <laughs> an entanglement yeah, he was entangled I had an entanglement <laughs> with a married man <gasps> dun 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 no. yeah I did I did um I said I was never ever 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 gonna tell anybody about this this was like the darkest time of my life and um a lot of it was caused by the guilt and the shame (laughs) that followed um so what had happened was (laughs) not to excuse what happened but but you know because i fully deserve to get popped in the face for, for what i did um 
I do. I like I, I if I had gotten beat down because of it, I, I'd be like, listen, I I can't even say nothing. I, like I deserve that one. You just have to take that. I had to take that L. Um. So what had happened was, <laughs> I was I had just broken up with um, a boyfriend, and I was feeling really really low about it. Um, and I was, you know, at a function with a work function with a coworker and we were talking about relationships and he was like, you know, we were both drunk. (laughs) He was telling me about how his wife, um, was how he and his wife were, were, you know, were in the process of, um, getting a divorce. They were separated, um, because she was cheating on him. And he was feeling like all broken up about his situation. I was feeling super broken up about my situation. And so our drunk selves decided that it would be a good idea to make each other feel better. So. What was that, Monsters Ball? Monsters Ball, good. make me feel good. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, that was basically, and I feel like not to excuse the situation because it was fucked up. It still was fucked up because he, he was still married. Um, and I think that we both sort of excused, you know, our actions by saying, oh, he was separated at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and his wife was cheating. So, therefore, you know what I'm saying? It, it made he, it okay. It made it okay. Right. I definitely excused um, my actions through that. I know he did, too. Like, we both were like, yeah, well... You know, this is the situation, you know, so why not? And afterwards was the, I thought I was feeling low before. After I did that, like I just took a nosedive. Like the depression that followed after was terrible. I feel like no one no one could have made me feel worse than I was making myself feel. Like I was punishing myself for what I tormented myself. And this is not just for a couple of weeks or anything, for years. I tormented myself mentally over this for years. And it only happened one time? It happened a couple of times. Mm. Um. Yeah, it happened a couple of times, and the fact that I even allowed it, because you know how I feel about this this topic. But you let it, You well, well, know. No, I get it, but for <laughs> me, it's like, how can you feel? I don't know. I just don't get how you can feel so bad and then continue to do it. Well, listen, I was in a really low, low place. Like, I didn't feel bad until after. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, well, you said after, after something, time, after it. After the one like time? From, yeah. No. It was a couple of times because I was just like, you know what, I, you know, I, I, I didn't feel better yet, you know, so I was still seeking to Got you, feel better. Mm-hmm. And and once I realized that's not happening, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's when the, um, the 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 real guilt and shame sort of set yeah. in. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going. Um, but yes, I tormented myself mentally. No one could have made me feel worse than I was making myself feel. No one. I promise you that. I promise you that. Um, so, because of the, 
the way that I feel about this subject. I'm so adamant. I think that it, it made it even worse. Because this is something I said I would never, ever, ever do, right? Never do. I always prided myself on being faithful in relationships. Like, I've never cheated on anybody that I was ever with. However, this situation happened and it was a cheating situation, right? So, like, I just felt like I was the lowest of the low now. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, you, okay, so <laughs> it, I'm, I had a realization the other day because I felt like, or I feel like, I realize that I have been acting like one of those saved people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on now. One of those saved people who, you know, had a fucked up past, but they get saved and now they look at look at everybody else who does dirt mm-hmm. like, the like they are the scum of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like I've been acting. Totally. I realize that. Yeah. I totally realize that. Um I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> let me let me jump in really quick because that's really interesting. I uh I've cheated in my past and I've also assisted others in cheating. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So and it always baffled me when it's done the girls are like, Oh my god, I can't believe I just did that. I'm like, Yo, you said the same thing two days ago. Shut up. And it did I know that sounds really insensitive. It does. But it's for me, that's like being in the bank with a gun, putting the money in the bag, like, damn, I shouldn't be doing this. Like that you're in it now, dude. <sighs> either put the money back and leave or but either way you've committed the crime is in there. The crime is committed. You're already yes. in the bank with a gun, put the money in the bag. The Correct. crime is done. Take the money and go. Stop trying to put the money back because either way, you're going to jail, big dog. Mm-hmm. So when it's I, but I never understood the because in the beginning, if you know, it's happened a couple of times, but in the beginning, it'd be like, oh, I'm not being heard or understood or fulfilled at home. And I'm like, well, you can come through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it happens, and they're like, oh, I, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, okay, fine. Leave, hit me up a couple of days later, or the next day, you know, hey, can we can we meet up again? I'm like, I thought you didn't, thought you said you weren't supposed to do it. I just, I mean, I just don't feel, I don't know, I just needed it. So like, okay. this is where the flesh right Mm -hmm. become so much more than your morality (laughs) you know you are really seeking to feel something right Mm -hmm. and and you feel like the only way that you can possibly feel this thing is through something physical that makes sense right i don't i don't because i personally i'm i wasn't i had totally stopped doing any kind of drug by that point in my life. <laughs> you make it sound like you was out here. I had tried a couple of things. I had tried a couple of things, but like, I just realized that that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Getting drunk only goes so far. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? So you're seeking something else. Like, gotcha. it's like something else has to make me feel okay. better. And and it's duh. It's like something. It's got to be something quick too. Like, I, so you know, I feel like you're you're trying to get it any way that you can. Quick in the sense of like immediate. Yeah, so immediate gratification. gratification. Yeah. Okay. That's um. Yeah, because for me, I just it just felt because I've cheated and outside of high school, which that's a learning curve. But outside of that, I didn't do like a prolonged. 
I didn't do two girlfriends. That was never my thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm single, I'm single. We, we can vibe, but that's it. Uh, but if I'm in a relationship and I cheat, it's not going to be too much longer after the action of sex with another person that I either end the relationship and or tell the person what happened and then end it. But I'll, I I don't know. So you never felt guilt or shame after you cheated? Definitely. But I didn't You didn't go torment back. yourself? You didn't go back to the same person? Yeah. I mean, even if I went back, I knew, like, I got to let who I'm with know because my conscience would eat me up. That's why I was saying, like, I would seek... But um, then you would go back and do it again with somebody else in another relationship, right? Well, so, um, let's take uh, my relationship in college. So, when I cheated, um, actually, not when I cheated twice. The first one, I was out of town. I was in New York. Mm-hmm. No excuses. I was out of town. It just felt, I, it was already kind of in a weird place and I didn't know where we were. Mm-hmm. So, my focus was already gone. I'm making excuses, just articulating what was going on in my mind. Okay. And with me. So did that, felt horrible. And I had bad advice, bad counsel, mm-hmm. saying, bro, it happened out of town. You in New York. What happens in New York stays Stay- in New York. What? That's some... People, you can say that about anything. What happens <sighs> in Mobile, Child. Alabama. What happens in Tuscaloosa. What happens in Union Springs. Mm-hmm. It don't matter where you are. You can put that to anything. It doesn't make it true. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. And I came back, and then I cheated again with somebody else. And at that point, I was like, okay, this is, this is over. And before I could, you know address it I was discovered and as soon as she found out I was like yeah I did that I'm sorry but you know this is over mm-hmm. she to, and that was the first time I had been confronted like that about breaking up with somebody mm-hmm. after cheating mm-hmm. she said what the hell you mean it's over you cheated on me you can't break up with me you can't mm-hmm. cheat on me and break up but that was my shame mm-hmm. I was so ashamed that I knew I couldn't stay and be better than what I already was I knew I couldn't fix that mm-hmm. and I, I didn't have the energy to um nor did i think it was worth it like uh at the end of the day so mm-hmm. but the shame definitely ate me up but the shame and the guilt led me to um in the relationship because mm. she was willing to work it out like well let's okay what do we need to do from here i was like we need to end it right like why and honestly it was out of fear of it happening to me because i knew i couldn't deal with it right um but also that the guilt that i was feeling was like if you did it, that means if she did it, you have to take her back, no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. And that guilt was like, nah. And I was so ashamed. I was like, I can't. Because I almost felt like if we get back together, I almost have to give you a hall pass. Right, right, right. Because I did it. And I did it twice. Mm-hmm. So I got to give you at least one freebie. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, and I, this is nothing on her, but I personally felt my shame was like, well, if you did it twice, that means she has to do it. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't do it, can you really trust her? Mm-hmm. Like, just the, the guilt and the shame was just, I was, like you said, I was really beating myself up. And right. I thought the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not putting myself through that. I'd rather be alone mm-hmm. than deal with that. And I didn't understand why she didn't get that. Interesting. Because I'm like, well, do you really want to be with me? I just cheated on you. Mm-hmm. Why would you want that? Yeah. So, my guilt told me that I was no longer worthy. Oh, Man, or your my, shame. My shame. Yeah, yes. my shame. Told you that you were no longer worthy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I never came to that conclusion. All Honey, right. child, Let's we are breaking naked. down barriers. Honey. Let's get naked. <laughs> All right. Um, how did you get over it? Okay, so my... And what was the second one? Okay, so the second one was, was more so shame of when we were going through our low point financially. I felt so much shame. Like, I felt like 
I had no one to turn to, no one to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I definitely couldn't tell my family. Um, it just, it was just, to, to this day, I don't think I've told some of my friends. Like, I, I just, you know, hit it the best way I knew how because I felt like I needed to save face for both me and you. Um, and so I felt an incredible amount of shame, um, centered around, you know, losing everything, you know? So that was, that was the The second second one. one. Now, how did I get over it? Uh Okay. (laughs) No, the first one took years. Like I could not forgive myself to save my life mm-hmm. I just continued to torment myself every damn day for years years and years um I want to say it took like about three four years wow yeah that sounds like all types of that sounds yeah. like a personal hell and and it is living in in your mental personal health I, like I'm telling you that was my karma. I feel like that was my karma. <laughs> and sometimes that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. It's your own personal hell that you create. People can't punish you as bad as you can punish yourself. I'm trying to tell you. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> like, no one could have done anything to me. I did not care. I did not care about what anybody would ever possibly do to me at that point because I was already in the ditch. Like, it, it was... I was done. You know the crazy thing about shame? Hmm. Is it makes you feel like you deserve punishment? I uh, yeah yeah, uh huh. That I t- completely and totally felt like that. You feel like anything happens to you, like you know what? That was I, deserve to happen, I, I deserve it. I deserve it. Fucked up, mm-hmm. and it's like it was a thing. I forgot what it was on, but um, they said humans are the only species that repeatedly punishes themselves for something they did once. Yeah, yeah. Do something once, you deserve one punishment. Yeah. Right? Every cause has an effect. It's not every cause has multiple effects. Like, mm-hmm. No, you got one cause, one effect, mm-hmm. and then you move on. But mm-hmm. we are, because our consciousness, we're, we have the capacity to remind ourselves what we've done and continue to punish ourselves for right. something that we've only done once. Right, right, right. Now, if you're a repeat offender, all right, then all right. But we're, normally we just punish ourselves, and then that takes us down a, a repeat offender pattern mm-hmm. because you feel like you deserve nothing more mm-hmm. because of the one thing that you did and that causes you to continue to make poor decisions mm-hmm. that will create that same punishment that same hell that you created because now you feel like well this is who I am mm-hmm. and once you commit to who I am with anything the universe yourself is going to make that happen your subconscious is going to create whatever you just said that you are mm-hmm. So, as far as, like, how did I forgive myself? Like, I tried for a long time. I just couldn't do it. And then I finally, like, I went to church one day. And I heard a sermon. He was, the preacher was talking about how God has forgiven you for for what you've done. Have you forgiven yourself? And he's like, he already forgave you. But you got to forgive yourself. Like, it, it doesn't go anywhere until you realize that, you know, you can forgive yourself. Because he's already forgiven you. And I and it's for some reason that that was the one time that it finally clicked. Like I can let this go, finally. Like I I can let this go. I don't think I all the way. (laughs) 
let it go. But for the most part, I let it go. And I feel like I didn't all the way let it go because I carried a little bit of it into our relationship. Definitely. <laughs> um, and I feel like because of what I did, not only because of what has happened to me in the past, but because of also what I did, I feel like, you know, maybe I'm not done being punished, right? Hmm. Maybe I'm not done being punished for this. Maybe, maybe, like, it's got to come back around and, and you know, Saeed is going to cheat and then that's where I'll really get my, my punishment. My hell, my personal hell in my, in my head wasn't enough. Maybe, you know, this is ha- has to happen as well. I did, I think, I thought like that for a while. Y'all need to get on our YouTube channel because my face right now, did you, <laughs> did you just see how she put me as a cheater? Like, yeah. Uh, I did my dirt. I'm, I'm done with that. I did my time. Uh, no. I'm no longer punishing myself. I don't need you to punish me. But I know, but I'm just saying that <laughs> I did have that, that. Turn me back that, into a cheater. Stop. <laughs> I did have that thought though. It, it, it didn't stay long. Or I, I won't say that it is something that presides or is that that is it's it's dominant. It's just a very very like little like underlying. You know what I'm saying? It's just it creeps its way in every now and then. Just just a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I've had when we first were uh, engaged and like really preparing to get married and things like that. I had visions, and even after we got married, not visions, but I had like thoughts like, Saeed, in your past, you've done some things. If Amma did anything, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what could I do? Because all the dirt that I've done, like, not saying I deserve it, but what would I do in reaction to something that I've done to others mm. so many times? Mm-hmm. And that's why I mean I told you I was like if you cheated I just I'd have to eat that mm-hmm. um, wouldn't want to at all I'm sure but and it would, I'm sure it would come with some hell too absolutely <laughs> that would not um, but I know because I'm no longer in my personal hell I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like to live there it's not fun I'm mm-hmm. dangerous in hell um, I knew that for me what helps me release that is if it's gonna happen I can do nothing about it. All I can do is be consistent in who I am mm-hmm. and provide the most I can. And anything that happens outside of that, I got to just look for the lesson because like, what am I going to try to do? Fight something that's may or may not happen I, in the future? Listen, I definitely tried to fight anything that may or may not have. You know what I'm saying? Because because of one, what I had been through, mm-hmm. what I had dealt with, with um, somebody else cheating on me, and then also what I did you know what I'm saying and then how much I love you it was a lot mixed into it that's the reason why I have such aggression you know what I'm saying when it comes to this topic with me and you I have so much aggression because I have I'm feeling it from so many different areas right right and and that's why I can't stand when people call me crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's something that comes from a lot of hurt and pain and fear. I can see that. Straight up. Um, I and I get what you're saying. And my counter to that would be, um, and this is gonna be pretty poignant because you can't swim. So when you're in water and you fight the water, yeah, you're gonna drown. 
Right. You can't fight it. You have to let it exist and do your part to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. When you fight it, you're, you're wasting energy and you're going to sink. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about your approach to it. Yeah. Yeah. You fight and it's like, hey, hey, I'm on your team. You're mm-hmm. going to drown mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. if you don't stop and let me help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I just feel like I have an understanding of um, the universe. If mm-hmm. I, like, anytime I did dirt, I made it a point to just do everything I could. Probably for like the next couple of weeks, like I'm helping people, <laughs> to helping reverse your car. You, you need a jump, cool. Your car broke down. I help push it. You need a, you got a spare tire. I got help with you. Like I'm helping an old lady. Like, yeah, everything I can because I'm like I gotta right this wrong. Mm-hmm. And I I know it doesn't work like that immediately. Mm-hmm. But being understanding that if I'm gonna do a, a bad deed, I need to really combat that with several good deeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of became a habit because I got the, uh, why is that though? Is that to make yourself feel better or is that, what is that? What is that rooted in? It's to make myself feel better because when I do good, I feel good. Mm-hmm. When I help others. It, it, I get a jolt of energy. Like I feel excited. Like bet in Islam, giving charity is a pillar. It's like, it's something that's required for all Muslims. Mm-hmm. You have to give charity and charity isn't always monetary things, not always money. Or food is as actions, is consideration, okay. is is um, acknowledgement, is is uh, courtesy. Mm-hmm. It's a smile, a sincere smile. So all of those things are are, are charity. Mm-hmm. So I know if I do something bad, clear my schedule tomorrow. I'm about to be bagging groceries and helping people to their car is and, that and right? feeding the homeless because I know like I have to, I have to do something to balance out this horrible deed that I did mm-hmm. and and that's what I would do but like what I said as far as it got addictive mm-hmm. or not addictive but I I, I enjoy the feeling of giving mm-hmm. that's why I do it now just I look for it because I know for one I get a blessing for it and two it's like I'm gonna need help someday mm-hmm. so let me help others like I know I have my flaws but I'm not gonna let my flaws shame me it's not gonna put me in a place of shame mm-hmm. because I know I have a lot of things to offer as well right I feel like my flaw I, I do allow my flaws to put me in a place of shame. Absolutely. And and how do we I combat that? I huh. <laughs> I'm still a work Question in mark. progress, okay? Still very much a work in progress. I'm still trying to like, you know I, I don't think I at this moment I can say I have shame in any area. However, like it comes, it comes and goes and you know I don't know. I feel like the one thing that got me early on, I was in, I was in college. Man, college taught me a lot about life. Mm-hmm. I was in college, and um, I think I shared this in another episode, but um, my godfather had given me a check to mm-hmm. pay something specific. Right. I forgot what, but I, I was like, I could put a payment arrangement on this and take this check and put it towards another bill. Mm-hmm. And it was all going towards bills. It wasn't like I was like, I'm going to cash this. I'm going to hit Atlanta, baby. I'm going to strip club. No, it was very strategic like okay I can put this on a payment arrangement and but this one needs to be paid immediately mm-hmm. and in the back of my mind I was like why don't you just ask him for that too mm-hmm. I said, well it's too late I'm here now and I tried to forge the signature the bank called him he they asked him did it did they want him to take me to jail 
He was like, no, just tell him to come see me. And he called me after, like, the bank was like, we can't give you the check back. We're not giving you cash. You have to go and see the person that wrote the check. I was like, what do you mean? Like, we called him. Mm-hmm. He said, come to him. I'm like, what? And the whole ride over there, I am, you know, like, you think of the worst thing. Like, what can I do right now that mm-hmm. will make people forgive me for this? If I got in a car accident right now, they would. Like, you think about ways to get out of stuff that's just absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. I was really ready to risk my life because of the shame I felt for the action that I, I had just committed. Like, I was willing to forge a check from somebody who was sponsoring me. Mm-hmm. He was looking out for me, trying to help me in my rough times. And I just couldn't be honest with him. I mm-hmm. was so ashamed. I didn't want to face him. I was willing to get in a car accident. No, no, no <laughs> idea what the outcome could be. But if I got in a car accident... You could have hurt somebody else. I could have killed somebody else or myself. But I was like, if I get in a car accident, my debt is forgiven. Man. I didn't do it. But just like the shame took me to that dark place. It's, and it's crazy how shame will take you to like the most outrageous places. I feel like a Japanese In the depths dude. of your like, hell. Let's take my life. I'm ashamed. Oh my gosh. I'm to my family. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame's a hell of a drug. <laughs> shame, shame, I know your name. Oh my gosh. But like, honestly, in the past, like, it's not like I haven't done some bad shit. Like, I, I, what, what made it easier for me to, to do wrong is like, as long as it only affects me, I'm right. cool, mm-hmm. right? Once it starts to affect somebody else, that's when I can't, I can't even live with it anymore. Because now I've hurt someone else. Fine hurting myself. I'm fine doing this shit to myself, right? Once you start hurting somebody else, that's when it's like, you know. And the crazy thing is when we're in those guilt and shame moments, what we do is we put every mirror and we turn it and face it on us and we turn the light up bright, not realizing that any damage we do to ourselves are immediately going to affect the Others. people around us but we can't see that though but we're so hurt mm-hmm. that we feel like everybody that we love has turned on, on us, us yeah which are you know identified in the mirrors mm-hmm. it's like everything is on you me. won't care if this happens to me anyway right <laughs> you don't really care if i i fucked up i deserve this mm-hmm. it's like no nah, get over it mm-hmm. like when ama told me about her uh uh um incident with the the married man mm-hmm. i was like you were like, and? What else? <laughs> and I was just like, no. <laughs> and she was like, no, you don't get it. I'm like, no. You don't nah. get it. It's the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> and that's, because... what, that's what I love about Alma because she, her worst thing is like my mid-level. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I honestly, I come to Saeed a lot and I be like, okay, well, brace yourself because, you know, I have something. <laughs> and he'll when, be like. When she hit me with that, I'm like. She had to have fucked like a oh whole offensive line or like I don't know like maybe she robbed somebody and then murdered him like I go when you tell me to <laughs> brace yourself listen man I've lived a life I'm not a criminal oh like, but it's like you slept with a married dude whose wife cheated and they were separated I listen when it comes to stuff like that my in the past I'm not whatever I'm like listen even now I'm like eh they were separated. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I have, I have, I guess, a standard of how far I will go, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, I, I, I completely 
that standard was a dot way behind me, like, to me. Um, so, that's how much I fucked up. Like, that's something that I swore I would never, ever. Like, when you told me that, I immediately went in my bag. And I'm like, yeah, I think I did that. Like, with no remorse. Like, Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had a similar situation. Chick was married. Had kids with the guy. But, um told me I don't know if it's true or not don't care but told me that her husband was uh, gay mm-hmm. like they stopped having sex for like years and he was more like a roommate and a good a, a father than a husband mm-hmm. but we still didn't have sex until she told me that the divorce was final like she was like we separated and working on the paperwork I was like okay long as you ready man what's up mm-hmm. that, that's your marriage not mine mm-hmm. prior to me being married now I understand I have a, a higher respect level for marriage and the sanctity of it mm-hmm. so i get now where you're coming from but i've man i've had homeboys i was like yeah man i gotta i need to come by your crib and shower i'm like nigga go home no nah, <laughs> man i just came from a girl house like why did, why you shower over there she only got flavored soap like man get out of here oh dude. my god i like, got a whole plan but got a whole family at home too and got a girlfriend on the side and i was so knowing all of that and you telling me you slept with somebody who was separated and whose spouse cheated? I'm just like, mm. seemed like fair game to me <laughs> because I've heard way worse. Worse, okay. So your worst was like, eh. It's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so how about, do you agree with the fact, I've heard that men and women deal with guilt and shame totally different. Men actually act out their you know their feelings of guilt and shame they'll they'll direct it project it on somebody else they'll they'll get violent with them get aggressive you know what i mean Mm. um and women act inward like they will go inward with their guilt and shame feeling really low they'll tend to eat their feelings things like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um do you do you tend to do you agree with that or i would think on a majority scale, that's probably true. Um, the average man in America, specifically, doesn't have a clear understanding of their emotions and feelings and how to properly articulate them. Mm-hmm. Especially if they came from a sports background, because once you get tied into a physical sport, people automatically tag you with jock, macho, muscle head, you know a man's man and it's like what does that even mean why if you say something twice it means more than if you say it once mm-hmm. like I'm a man oh I'm a man's man like ooh it, me- it means nothing you just say the word twice but men who so if I don't know how to look at myself and talk to myself and be kind to myself mm-hmm. I don't even have the 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 awareness to realize I'm the problem. Hmm. The problem is anybody else who's trying to attack my feelings and emotions and insecurities. So the minute you attack that, I now have to physically attack you because I feel attacked, right? Hmm. So... Wait, wait, say that again? Okay. So if I don't know how to identify my emotions right. and my feelings mm-hmm. and articulate that... Mm-hmm and feel okay in doing that mm-hmm. then if you come and and chastise me for doing wrong and call out my feelings 
and hurt my feelings. Okay. Right? You can't see a hurt feeling. Mm. But it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Right. right? We all know how you know your feelings being hurt feels. So if I don't know how to deal with that, I then take that hurt mm-hmm. and go, it hurts, ouch. I now have to hurt you back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I'm not a wordsmith because I'm not used to articulating my thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. It's, especially if I'm a physical being, right? I deal with aggression all the time with sports, if that's the avenue, right? Or if I just am a physical person. Or if I feel like you're not big enough or strong enough to talk to me like that because your words hurt me, but you're not physically big enough to hurt me, then now I have to even the odds and hurt you the way I know how to hurt. Mm. I, cause I've, I've seen how guys who are guilty, you know, of, of doing dirt mm-hmm. will sit there and attack people that they offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the, it's like the audacity, mm-hmm. the audacity. You just went and fuck some other bitch. And then now you have the nerve to come up in here and try to make me feel like I'm crazy or I did some shit. Mm-hmm. The nerve. Absolutely. And I totally get that. And you're 100% right in that. And it's not it's not anyone's fault. Uh, I think we all play a part in it because as a, as a person who doesn't know how to articulate my feelings, how many times did I seek out opportunities or avenues to learn or mm. to find somebody who I can actually speak to? Nothing in life is easy. So when people are like, oh, I don't know where to look. <laughs> neither did neither did Noah or Moses. They just found a way. You know what I mean? So there's always a way. So to say that you didn't have the resources, that might be true, but can you find it? Mm-hmm. You know, slaves didn't have resources, but they found a way to Canada. You get what I'm saying? Like there's <laughs> so just you, and I know that's kind of an extreme, but you need some extreme examples sometimes to knock yourself off of your or to, to end your pity party mm-hmm. and go, other people have had worse this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Let me get over this. Mm-hmm. And that's what really helps me in my shame and, and guilt to know that if I feel, you know, guilty for not paying a bill on time or um I don't know, give me something. For and, what? And just guilt, just feeling guilt. And it's like For the way you talked to me, the way you interrupted me early. <laughs> if I feel guilty for the way I interrupted my wife early, I could go. Well, Chris Brown beat up Rihanna in a car. <laughs> I didn't do that. Like, it definitely could be worse. Not not okaying my actions, but realizing another extreme and going, okay, hey, babe. In, in whatever rationale I have to tell myself. So in my mind, I would go, dog, just apologize. Mm-hmm. Not like you punched her in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, just apologize. You didn't do the worst thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nice. But apologize and do better. Interesting. So what have you had punched me in the face? Then what would you combat that with? <laughs> I wouldn't punch you in the face. If I, I know you I would, wouldn't, but I'm saying I don't, I don't that's know. an extreme. That is an extreme. For us. So like what, what, how would you, like the worst thing you could possibly do to me, how would you make that feel right to yourself? How would you make that okay? Hmm? I don't even know how to respond because I'm not, that's, that's a headspace <laughs> you got to be in to be able to toy with. 
I'm just saying, you sit down here giving people, oh, it's just, maybe you just gotta, you know, think of the most, the worst thing, the most extreme thing. That's to- my process. I'm not suggesting it for everybody to try if it doesn't work for you. It's not mm-hmm. your thing. Okay. But for me, it's, you, you think about something that could be worse than what you've done or what you've had done to you mm-hmm. to put it in perspective. I, I, I'll say this. Nothing makes you feel better um, more than owning your shit. Mm. I I honestly wholeheartedly believe in that. Once you own your shit and you come to grips with what has happened, what you did, or, or you know, whatever it is that's causing you shame, come to grips with it, own it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's hard for you to use it against yourself or, yes. or it's hard for anybody else to use it against you. Absolutely. Once you've, you know, accepted it, made peace with it, and moved on, you know? That's, I, I think you're spot on, and you hit the uh, nail on the head when you said, own it, accept it, mm-hmm. and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't, you, you can't just do one, you got to do all of it. If you own it, and then don't accept it or move on, if you own it and accept it, but don't move on, you turn into that that person that's always bringing up their worst, right? And that's annoying because now you're saying it, expecting other, or it seems like you're saying it, expecting others to go, "Oh, it's okay," mm-hmm. and then you become that person that's always saying it because you're always trying to get that validation from other people to that tell you okay. that it's okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus doing it within yourself and go, "It's okay." Mm-hmm. So I could tell it to anybody. We could, we she could talk about that situation. Now and, I can right. shit because I finally owned it out loud to everybody. Like for real, for real. Before this, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so grateful for this platform. I swear, I felt like I needed to get it off my chest. I really did. Um, before that, I had only said it to Saeed and my sister, and those are the two people besides the guy that that knew about this situation. And I sincerely wanted to just, you know, bury it like it never happened and and, and try to go about my life. But, like, there's seriously been a lot of... It, it, it finds a way to come back, you know, and, and um, sort of mess with you, you know, unless you can accept, you know, this is what happened. I did do this. I'm sorry for this. I've forgiven myself for this. You know what I'm saying? I've asked for forgiveness f- for this. And then, you know, move on. Let's, let's, uh, let's actually um, tie it all together. So how did that affect our relationship? I told you. I think I you felt like I them. was... Tell um, them. Tell them how... Oh, what am I missing? How did it affect us? I think because of how I was acting with you. How, with, they don't with, know. I know. I said it earlier. I think I did. I said it earlier what that that I was, you know, sort of acting out, and I I felt like I was sort of um, being controlling in in our relationship when it came to other women. You know what I mean? Um, because I knew, like, even though I never had that intention, um, that the possibility is still there, right? Mm, okay. I Does see that make saying. sense? Yes. Like that's something I said I would never, ever, ever do, and it happened. So that means any other girl could do. That the means same thing. that you might not have the intention. It, you can say that, oh, I'll never, 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 but then it can still happen, right? Mm-hmm. 
And in, in, in me knowing that, I felt like I was fighting my damnedest to make sure that that didn't happen. That makes sense. And in that, you would push me or you would fight me. Yeah. And it, I, didn't, I didn't know that it was tied to that. Mm-hmm. This is the first time you told me that it was tied to that. This is the first time I'm actually really realizing it, I think. Interesting. <laughs> because you would say things like, I was like, man, I got my ring. I'm like, these hoes don't care about these rings. I'm like, oh, okay. And I knew that to be true. But And honestly, when I would say that, though, I wouldn't even think about me. I was just thinking about like what I had seen with other girls coming on to you when I'm right there. You know, that's all I was thinking about. I didn't even think it didn't really even dawn on me until like I just said it. <laughs> just Well, even early now. on in our relationship, when we, we weren't official yet. Mm-hmm. When we were like getting serious, but I still had a situation in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like you were still like, no. We'd be mid-sex. And she's like, no, this is not right. I'm mm-hmm. like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't care if you guys are not official and we're not official. I feel wrong about this. Like, no. No. She was legit. No. Like, no. And I'm just like, no. Ready to go. I'm, I'm You I'm need to, like, salute. clean break from that situation before, like, I can accept this, us moving forward. Like, yeah. So it it did yeah, it messed with me for a long time. Even though I I'd still like, you know, girl this is dating. This is dating. Like, you know <laughs> you date multiple people until you find, you know, whoever you wanna be with. And for me, I couldn't do that. So then you couldn't do it. <laughs> Cut me off of my knees, man. Come on, I'm trying to be great out here. Yeah. So um, yeah. Interesting. That's that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Um I don't know, my, my, I guess I can't say my guilt because for me, I know if I, if I harp on it, I'm going to create it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't accept it, then it's going to always be a problem. Mm-hmm. So it just, I don't like to live uncomfortable. Like I don't like to be burdened with things. So I'm not, eh, I, I, I shake things off or I'll deal with it on my own. And you know, make make my own peace with it. But I don't I don't like that extra tension and heat on me because I've I've done it to myself. And once I hit thirty, I'm like, bro, this, your heart is something that you only get one of. Mm-hmm. Um, and stress is a killer, literally. And knowing all of that stuff, I'm like, why would I keep that? If right. I when you know better, you do better. So. Right. Honestly, and I, I'm grateful for this whole journey, this entire journey, because I've, I've recently not. This is not like <laughs> something I'm still working. I've recently been able to like let go. Um, I feel like I've done a little bit better, like a little bit. Like I've made <laughs> your new client. I haven't said anything. <laughs> Really? I haven't said anything. Yeah. I Like, I sincerely had to, like, check myself. You mentally. wanted to say something? Oh, I did. Absolutely. I Absolutely. And it's not even that she did anything. Yeah, I'm like, what is she Not doing? even that she did anything. But I would, I, would, I would feel myself getting ready to make a snide remark. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, did that bitch hit on you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something like that. <sighs> and, and, um... I, I would, you know, I had to check myself. And I'd be like, 
nope, you're better than that now. Like, you're not doing that Let's anymore. Let's go, babe. <laughs> we are not controlling. <laughs> we are not making snide remarks. Mm-hmm. We are letting Saeed exist in his, you know, his world and his realm. And as he is, we are trusting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have to, like, remind myself of all of that. It's it's work in progress, but it's I, I've made progress. I, I'll say that. I don't, I don't. I know you guys don't. Well, you guys have been listening, hopefully. <laughs> this is huge <laughs> for Alma. I might have to go get her a Tesla for this one. That oh, was, my God. That's improvement. Like, no shade at all. Like, I'm really proud of you. That's that's huge. Okay. Because really normally? I'd have said something by now. Something. Something. For nothing most of the time. For nothing. For nothing. I'm like, bitch healing you. I'm like, what? Just, just. And the cold part is, I used to make jokes like that. Like, oh, uh-huh. babe. So, I was over there, you know, teaching her to do this, and she grabbed my butt. Mm-hmm. She's like, she did what? And I would do it just to get a rise out of her. And it was entertaining for me. But it also was stressful because later on, it would come back and bite in the ass because mm-hmm. she would bring it back up. And I was just, oh, my God, I can't even joke. But then I had to realize, you don't want to joke like that with your wife. That's mm-hmm. not That's not a, at least not yet. Mm-mm. I'm going to give us uh, five years in the game. I'll bring that back out. Mm, okay. All right. Let me let me sit with this this new this new, <laughs> new version. Okay? okay, that's fair. Let me marinate in this. Okay, let me fill it out. Let me get comfortable. Let me like make it home, yeah. and then and then we can we can see about you, you play know with it. you you having a sense of humor. <laughs> I think to just to bring it all home, it's vital to ask for forgiveness. From your creator mm-hmm. um, or the universe whatever however you um, whatever you I guess worship praise give glory whatever to, you believe in whatever mm-hmm. your beliefs are thank you and and then forgive yourself um, chalk it up as a mistake we've never been here before this is all our first time mm-hmm. first chance around around the, the bell so you're gonna mess up every time you learn something new you failed at it Mm -hmm. that's how you learn Mm -hmm. so let it be that and then um finally if you're in a relationship where you're you know dealing with somebody be vulnerable enough before i finish that as a recipient as the receiving party you too have to be aware and understanding when receiving the information Mm -hmm. but if you're given that information you know, be vulnerable and understand that if one person doesn't accept, it doesn't mean everybody won't. Mm-hmm. You just got to find your person. Like I said, when Amma told me that, I was like, yeah. And she probably needed that response from me because had I been like, oh, no, you didn't. It might have sent her back down on the shame spot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. So you, your audience is really important because depending if you're still fragile in that space, mm-hmm. somebody that's very reactionary may not be the person you want to tell first. Right. Like, Alma hadn't told her mom because you know how your mom is. Oh, my gosh. that That's a whole. Mm. <laughs> For me, I came from a family where my dad sat us down. I was like six, seven years old. He told me, like, look, I've done everything from drugs to X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, blah. There's nothing you could tell me that's going to surprise me. I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my mother would tell me, just be honest with me. Mm-hmm. And I would tell her things, and she would not get shook by it. Mm-hmm. So having those two as my models of support group mm-hmm. 
I don't care who you are. If my mom and my dad don't get shocked by it, you can miss me with your holiness and your, you know, shock. Eh. That's the, that's one thing I, I definitely love about your family. Super supportive. Super supportive. I mean, like they may, they may like make their jokes and, and you know. Are we gonna talk shit? Let you have it. Yeah. But the support is there. Definitely. Definitely. They always got your back. My my family. We've never articulated this, but my my circle of friends from college. We all agree and understand this. Uh, bullying works. <laughs> um, I know the times that we're in. I come from a, a culture of bullying. We talk junk about each other. If what you said or whatever didn't work or didn't land or whatever it is, we're going to let you know. Mm-hmm. But it's going to make you better. So when you leave us, you're properly armed. So if somebody else tells you that, you're like, eh, the people I love said that already. Mm-hmm. Come better. Mm-hmm. So for me, in my circle, works. bullying works. But you can't be sensitive. And you have to be honest. You can't just be malicious. There has to be truth in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There is that now. There is that, yeah. but like, for on the real, like what I see is they they do have your back and they they are very supportive of you and in, in in all that you try to do and all that you do. Shouts out to the Shabazz Ferguson yeah. Royce. Let's get it. So yeah, um, and thank now, you. Guys. And now Roberts, I rock, I rock, I rock with the Roberts. They're cool. <laughs> hey Tom. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to go ahead and wrap it up. Before we do that, for those who are watching us on the YouTube, I'm rocking the Black <gasps> Love Month t-shirt. I'm going to on the crop top hoodie. Yes, yes. Our photo in the Let's Get Naked. Looking delicioso. Mm-hmm. Guys, get, get get your stuff, man. We're dropping more stuff. And join the Patreon, depending on what join you come at. Join our Patreon. You might get some perks on the uh, on the merch. Also, check us out on YouTube. Like, yes. subscribe, you know. If you have anything that you're still holding on to, dealing with shame or, or um, guilt, drop it in the comments, man. Slide in our mm-hmm. DMs. Let us know. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's something that you haven't shared and you need a safe space to share it. Mm-hmm. judgment-free zone absolutely some unbiased opinions hit us up man we would love to help um our whole thing is to make vulnerability normalize vulnerability yeah that's our thing we're trying to make it normal <laughs> all right guys thank you all for joining us until next time bye peace thank you for listening we'd like to invite you all to get naked with us and follow us on instagram the real let's get naked you can also dm us any questions that you might have and we just might answer them on the podcast also feel free to go to our website where you can ask us questions as well at strongertogetherproductions.com